Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Good day, friends. I am Shen. And I'm Lay. And welcome to the Wild Day Nap Podcast. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. I am tired. I'm really tired, man. Listen, as am I. I feel like tired with a capital T. I, um, I noticed that now, since I had the IUD... So I'm just going right into it. Tell us. My, my, like my periods haven't been as heavy, but oh my God, like my symptoms of, oh, like I'm actually like dying every time I'm on my, I call it my fake period, but I actually am so exhausted. My brain hurts. My body hurts. I get insomnia. I don't, so I don't sleep for like seven days. What? That's crazy. It's terrible. Like last night I slept for maybe two hours. Oh Lord. So tired. Like, I just don't understand. Like, I feel like, and I keep saying this, that I'm going to take it out, but I'm also a hella scared because I don't want to have a baby. <laughs> oh, listen. Hold on. I I, I, no. Okay. CR's iPad. Wow. Yeah. I'm afraid to take it out. I don't trust John. <laughs> you can't trust these men. I'm telling you. Listen, I have my gynecologist appointment on the 25th. And I guess the it's virtual. And then the idea is to put one in in September. Um, because for the same reason. Like, I'm like, Leon just been playing too many games. Like, too many games. Because I tell everybody all the time. I'm like, you know, Yara was a surprise. She was not planned. And Leon's like, she was a surprise for you. <laughs> I was like, ah, okay. I'm like, hmm. You be plotting. Right? I can't, I can't take that risk again, sir. I'm not ready. That's why Yara looks like him. Exactly. <laughs> There's a part of me that says that, yes, I want to wait until next year. But then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened. I guess it was just a couple days ago when I was like thinking about my sister and my age gap. I realized that in order to get this, in order to have that same age gap, I would have to get pregnant this year. It would be the end of this year, and then giving birth like late next year would put me and Yara, like I'm and Yara, and the next child at like two, almost three years apart, which is what mm-hmm. my sister and I are. And I really like that age gap. So now I'm kind of revisiting the idea of potentially trying this year now. So I'm like, okay, because I know we want another kid anyway, and I think it's just one more that we want. So I'm just like, yo, let me just bang out this next kid, and then lock up shop <laughs> for good. For good. And Close then I it. can work on like the snapback. 
like really, really, really flattening my stomach because I feel like that's the only area that I kind of wish was a little bit like flatter. But I'm like, mm. am I really going to put the effort that's required to get my body to where I want it to be only to like mush up yourself again? Thank you. <laughs> that's exactly it. So we're not sure, friends. Potentially there might be a little addition at the end of the year. Christmas. Wow. And you know what, guys? I had a dream one day and I, I woke up and told <laughs> Leanne that I had a nightmare that we both were both pregnant. <laughs> I woke up like, no, we were both pregnant. <laughs> I was like, stop. Right. Don't do this to me, God. Not yet. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not ready. We're going to be like that, that, those girls that um, up sent us those Bob mom pics, pregnant at the same time, same due date. You know what? I wouldn't mind because, you know, we can be on mat leave again. Yes. And pregnancy can be lonely. So, like, I definitely want to be pregnant with someone. Yeah, for sure. But you know what? We are not alone. <laughs> we are not alone today, friends. We have the pleasure, the absolute pleasure of having someone that I think is so cool <laughs> uh, as a guest. So, we will check in with our good up friend, <laughs> Shireen. Hello, friend. Hi. Oh, awesome. Hi. Tell us how you're doing. How are you? I'm good. I feel great. Um, I'm babyless this morning, so I do feel great. <laughs> I was able to brush and wash every, my face, everything in like one vacuum trip. I didn't have to stop and go back. So. Oh, nice. Oh, luxury. Good. And I had some iced coffee, so I'm off to a great start. You know? <laughs> no, I didn't make a bottle first. I made iced coffee first. So change listen those moments where it can just be all about you like you just relish you just do everything slower slowly yeah absolutely take it for granted the smallest little things I'm the legitimately person. that's like literally me whenever i have leon I'm like oh i'm doing my makeup i need like an hour yeah. i'm like one eyelash at a time with mascara just like slowly <laughs> yeah that's me I, yeah I'll be, I'll be hiding in the bathroom i'll be like i'll call my mom like like you're gonna watch them again yeah yep yes oh my god <laughs> that's my favorite place yeah the invisible boundaries like that bathroom so is my sanctuary this is where i'm lucky right now she doesn't move but i'm sure soon she's gonna be knocking on the door like mommy absolutely uh, you mean bursting through the door that part. <laughs> hello <laughs> what are you doing in there mom right with the I toilet am, paper waiting for right? me i'm like can you get out of here please no privacy i was reading like a thread about um privacy and body parts and whether or not parents should like you know be open about their bodies whether they should like you know be clothed all the time and like what's appropriate and mm -hmm. of course you know the general consensus is do whatever works best for your family but like a lot of the moms were like how are you like hiding your private parts from your kids like so your kids don't burst in on you in the shower they don't kick in the door when you're on the toilet they're like i have no concept of that because like i can't not be naked in front of my kids because they have no respect for my boundaries and my privacy. And I was dying. So I'm like, that is legit Yara. Like, her, as soon as her dad goes into the shower, daddy. Hello. Daddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Leon's like, I can't even be bashful about what I got because Yara's just in there. Yeah. Doing her thing. Just messing around. The same thing goes for me. It's wild and crazy. You know what? That's kind of like, I, I thought about that being pregnant. I was like, because, you know, you see moms and like, even like out, like you at home and then outside. And you're like, what's appropriate, like, wear? Like, what's appropriate dress? Because, you know, everybody's mm -hmm. sexy nowadays. Everybody's boxy's really big. And, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, these things. So I'm like, is it, like, is it appropriate to go outside and, like, 
a workout bra and some leggings with your uh-huh. body, like a printout while pushing pushing a shoulder. Like, Ooh. what does that say? Like, does it say anything? Are people are people too fast? Should people just mind their business? Like, yeah, a sexy mom. Like, you know, like these are the questions that I'd be laying in my bed, like throwing up, thinking about. Like, yeah, what's okay? Like, what are the rules? It's so true. Rules? Like, you know, what do you do? Listen, that's why you're here, girl. That's exactly <laughs> what we're going to talk I'm about. I'm trying to figure it out I mean, day by day. <laughs> that is exactly what we're going to talk about. So before we get into that, let's nominate Bomb Moms. Um, This week, I'm going to nominate um, a mommy blogger slash YouTuber slash fellow Virgo. I believe Ooh. she's a Virgo. She has to be because I love her and we the same. Uh, Raven Elise. Love everything oh, about I love her. her. I love oh, her. I love her too. They're so cute. She is. She is a bomb. She's a bomb ass boss mom. She is. I've been following her since her dorm days. Yep. Oh, and well, not that early, but early. <laughs> but I just love the glow up. I I mm. love her journey, her and her growth, and she's a single mom, and she's mm. you know she's killing it, and I just love how how she is with her daughter and I just love her style and I just love her honesty. Um, so I had to shout her out. I love everything about her. I was like, I can't believe I haven't even nominated her yet. She's, a great, her she's amazing. She's okay. stunning too. She's like, she's like an OG. YouTuber. Yeah. Like, OG. She probably made one of the first, like those, those first checks at YouTube was cutting for those influencers. I'm like, she yeah, got yeah. One yeah. Sure. She's been out there for a while. Yes. Um, I guess I'll go. I'll be. I feel like I'm always biased because I'm talking about how good of a mom she is. But like now that I'm a, now that I'm a mom myself, she's a, like my friend Aisha. Like she's a bomb mom. Like she. <laughs> I, I know it's because she's like famous. People assume that she has like all this, this extra these extra hands, mm-hmm. but um, she doesn't. She mm. literally does it all. Wow. So, um, I moved to LA like two years ago for a month while she filmed her show and she had just had her son Cannon and um, she was nursing and we would have like 11 minute breaks because that's how long it would take her to pump and she would pump for those 11 minutes and we would be back on set and she would do this like every time her boobs got full it would be like gotta pump gotta pump gotta pump and like this was on like 13 14 15 hour dates like you know and, wow. working on her feet and then pumping and literally like we would time 11 minutes. At 11 minutes, that was production knocking on the door. Like, is she done yet? Wow. She didn't have time to dry her nipples really well. You know what I'm saying? And um, I commend her so much for that because the whole breastfeeding pumping thing is a different story. Oh, yeah. We don't, mm-hmm. we don't tell you guys about that struggle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so for her to do that, um, we were on like 13, 14 hour days on set. And so for her to be able to pump and then some days we bring him to set and she would feed him like on set. And for her to be able to do that, still maintain those long hours, go home, still want to cook, still want to be a mom and then wake up again at 6 a.m. to do it all over again. Jesus. Yeah. That was next level. So I have a newfound respect for her because of that. I already watched her in amazement, but just experiencing that struggle, Mm -hmm. nursing struggle, pumping struggle for myself and how grueling it is on your body, but you're on your mental. Yeah. That's next level. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard. And I think 
you know, like with Aisha, of course, like it's hard because a lot of that's like happening in the public eye, right? So like we're going through what we're going through, but we're not necessarily experiencing the level of scrutiny that she often is. So it's like on top of all the things that are going on with her children, with her husband, with his job and his busy schedule and her aspirations and jobs. And then there's people and their opinions. It's just so much to like to manage. So mm -hmm. definitely worthy of that um, acknowledgement for sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to nominate a mom who's also a mom blogger, but she's so damn funny. Her, her. So her name is Cindy Beer, mm -hmm. and she is freaking hilarious. Like, I'm not joking. Like, if you guys are not following her, you have to because she's mad funny. Like, some of the, the just the funniest, like, tweets that, like, literally make my day. Like, she tweets and then she screenshots them and adds them and uploads them to her story. Um, and yeah, like I find that, you know, she just brings me so much joy more often than not, <laughs> if I scroll through my timeline and I'm having a tough day, it's so weird how like she'll write something that completely resonates with me and the way that I'm feeling for even specifically as it pertains to motherhood. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, she's a mom of three and, um, like for example, one of her <laughs> posts was me, what are you doing to your tooth? Her five-year-old, I'm trying to pull it out. And her, she's like, that's going to hurt. And he's like, I don't care. I need the money. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like there's just all, there's, and they're all a variation of that and funnier. Like, she's just <laughs> mad funny. She's mad funny. And like, just the stays keeping me laughing. So, Sydney Beer, you are my bomb mom. Keep it up. Please keep these hilarious ass posts coming because they give me life. Okay. Bomb moms. We know them. We love them. Friends. Listeners, please continue to nominate Bomb Moms. You haven't had a nomination from the public in a very long time. <laughs> oh, that's right. Tell, I'll tell people to send in some nominations. Can you please? Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I know you know lots of Bomb Moms. So. Everybody knows I'll them. I myself too. I, have a, I know a good amount of them. Yes. Excellent. Fantastic. <laughs> I'll be looking for them next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're through. <laughs> yeah, so the more Bob Moms, the better. More. Don't send me any more, No, <laughs> never. It's never too. I'm telling you, like, we're like, it happens like, like one, like once every like six episodes. We get someone. One person. But like, I guess I know one mom. I'm like, come on, guys. Come on. Right? We all, and that's what I'm saying. You, it can be a mom that you know or you don't know. Don't know. Like, yeah. so there's no excuse. But you touched on it a little bit when we talked about motherhood and, and styling and all that other great stuff. So before we jump into, I guess, today's topic, tell them who you are, why you're here, and, um, you know, why the world needs to know who you are. Um, so, well, the world needs to know who I am because I'm Blake's mom, so. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's going to be famous one day. I don't know. She's going to be somebody one day, so it's important to know that. Hello. Forget it. So, we'll speak that into existence. Manifest it. Talk about it. <laughs> my name is Shireen Robinson. I'm a new mom, fresh, up, fresh, fresh new mom, three months in the game. I'm also a celebrity stylist, a personal shopper. Um, I'm a mental, mental health advocate. Mm -hmm. I... So I'm a self-proclaimed fashion enthusiast. So Ooh. my day-to-day -day job is surrounded by clothes and fashion. Um, but my lifetime job officially is being a mom. And I'm getting into the group of stuff. I'm loving it so far. Um, I have a lot of complaints, obviously. But <laughs> <laughs> so we all. Way more positive stuff than negative, you know? Yeah. But 
Amazing. So you're being bashful now. She's like glossing over the celebrity stylist, like being Blake's mom. Like that's that's the greatest accomplishment to date. Let's be honest. Like she's adorable. Like motherhood is incredible. But like name drop. Tell us some of the awesome people that oh. you tripped. <laughs> so I worked with um, NBA star Stephen Curry. He plays for the Golden State Warriors. Uh, I worked closely with his wife, who's my best friend, Aisha Curry. Um, I worked with some local Toronto rapper, um, rappers, artists, Pilla B, Swagger Right. Um, I've had my work featured in magazines, commercials, um, music videos. So it's pretty exciting, actually. Really, really blessed that I'm able to live my truth and um, work in a field that I'm super passionate about. So it doesn't feel like work happening. Right. That's amazing. That is amazing. Jeez, to do what you love to do and, and know that you were called to do, like that is like alignment. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's sad that there's a, a lot of people that probably will never get to experience that for so many different reasons. But if you are able to chase your dreams and it works for you, uh, go for it. Just keep going. Don't stop. It's worth it. It's really right. worth it. It always pays off. Yeah, it does. Uh, we wanted to start off by asking you, how was how has becoming a mother changed the nature of your career um, right now? So overall, being pregnant changed the nature of my career. Between being pregnant and then being pregnant in like the thick of the COVID virus, mm -hmm. that changed the whole dynamic of my career because a lot of my work is surrounded by traveling and stuff and such. Mm. Okay and traveling and such so obviously I didn't go I didn't leave the country at, at all right. but the beginning half of my pregnancy I was really really sick so oh. even, though, even though I was ready and willing to work I physically I just I couldn't like right. you know like the smallest at-home tasks were like ruling for me so I couldn't imagine being on set and you know going to the mall to pull stuff it just so there was a lot of jobs and opportunities that for that first four months, I literally had to turn down because like physically I just could not do it. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't like to produce like, like things that are not like great work. So I knew that I wouldn't be able to put my best foot forward working. So I had to sit a lot of those jobs out. But now um, while being pregnant, all I could think about is different ways to expand my business in the sense that like, when she gets older, if it's something that she wants to do, like she can come in and totally take it over and not have to ever worry about, you know, yeah. that um, kind of where my thought process is. So I am working on developing a lot, not a lot, but new ventures, trying my hand at a few different things just to see like, these are all things that I have passion for, but just because you're passionate about something doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work, yeah. but I'm going to try. Mm -hmm. um, and then now like with the jobs and opportunities that, um, do come my way now that I'm not pregnant anymore and I'm just three months out of having a baby it has to be worth it like if, it, if it's not a top-notch job if I'm not getting paid well if it's unorganized if it just does not seem like it's gonna be worth my time like I'm not doing it because I'm not gonna take that precious time away from being with my kid right. um so there uh, were a lot of times where I would just kind of do a job that like just to do a job, you know, it was yeah. like, oh, I'm just gonna do it, like, whatever, but, like, it really wasn't worth it to me, like, the money wasn't that great, like, I wasn't gonna get any great exposure from it, it was just because 
it's styling that's what I do like it's, a, it's another job to take but like I feel like I have to be more careful um, about taking those opportunities because right. like I said I could be missing a very valuable moment that may be more important to me than this job that I'm doing right now mm-hmm. um, so I don't want to take time away from being a mom and like spending time with my kid to do something that's not necessarily like beneficial like mm-hmm. just at this point in my career like in the beginning I would say yeah because you're still building up like you're still yeah trying, you're still trying to get a name for yourself but like not to sound cocky or like to my own horn but I feel like I'm at that point in my career where like I don't necessarily have to prove that much anymore mm-hmm. or I don't have to continue to take those opportunities that are like those stepping kind of stones like right because it's it's not really, it's not going to really do much for me. Yeah. In the industry with creatives and freelancers, it's like, there's not always that big bucks, those big bucks there. You know, mm-hmm. there's not, people are going to come to be like, hey, I really want to work with you, but I can only pay you $200. Yeah. And it's like, mm, all right, I'll do it. Yeah. But now I'm thinking like $200 for me to spend 13 hours on this job. I'm like, doesn't make sense. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fair. I think it's not a matter of tooting your own horn. Like my sister is the stylist as well. And Janelle's spoken about that many times. And she's like, you know, like it's twofold. It's one where you believe that, you know, you've really, really paid your dues and you know your worth at this point and you feel like you need to like conduct yourself accordingly. And this other side of that is that that opportunity could be for someone else. There's someone else coming up that like that needs to do that. Like, you know, I mean, I don't really need to do that. I'm not I'm at the stage where I need to prove myself, but there are like, you know, again, a, a group of people that are growing every single day, they're jumping into different industries. So she's like, let me give that space to someone else. And Danielle is like, exactly. really that. we're more yeah, often yeah. than not. She'll be like, you know what? That's not an opportunity for me per se, but I do know but a like, younger someone. girl, like, she's perfect. And she'll yeah. hand it off to someone else. That's literally how it works. Cause it's, mm-hmm. it's, lo- it's a lot of glitz and it's a lot of glamour. It's a lot of fun because you get to be in these amazing spaces. You get to meet a lot of people, but there's also so much hard work that just goes into fashion and I'm sure you've seen your sister prep and like how much work she puts in before the day of the shoot even comes it's like you know like depending on how big the shoot is you could be prepping for weeks at a time yeah lugging bags on top of bags driving Mm. driving to this place driving to this place pulling things making sure that they're clean for then after then you go all day on set for 15 hours Mm -hmm. then you have to wake up and go return all those yes them back their money it's like you're taking a lot of time away from yourself and your home and your kids when you're like, just like any other job, but mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you, it has to be worth it. It has to be worth it. Yeah. That's just the only thing that's changed for me now. I'm less inclined to take jobs that I feel like are just not like, not that any job is a bad job, but um, like Leanne said, it's like, you have to just be able to pick and choose and there might be somebody better for that, that, for that particular project that you're working on, you know? Agreed. Yeah, it makes sense. And also your your little one is still so young. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to ever forget my presence, like, you know, and they're at that age where they need you, they could feel your comfort. Right. I don't know that stuff. So um, even when I'm just gone for a little bit or a few hours or a couple of days, I'm like, you missed me, didn't you? I know you did. I could feel it. <laughs> we know It's it. so true. When they're so young, you feel such a strong connection with your kid like when you walk into the room and you leave the room and yeah I think you miss them as much as they miss you it's like True. oh I miss that feeling honestly I'm yeah, dead they're not, that annoying. they're not that annoying right now so you're not like get away 
right <laughs> right now though <laughs> but you know what's so funny is that even when i went out like i went out the other day when i i brought, like, there was a i was out and people were like oh so like you know what are you what are, i they couldn't even ask me <laughs> what i did fast enough like, want to see my daughter like, <laughs> hey want to see my kid <laughs> like it's just like ridiculous how much i talk about yara and how excited i am to be her mom and yeah. how much i do miss her when she's away like you're i think when you get back you're normally like oh my goodness like you're crazy again and i'm tired but when you're gone you're like oh i, miss I know you feel so sad yeah. but like i want to have fun let me have fun you try also exactly. you really I, try you really try but you really try. back in your mind you're like my baby wake up at 5 a.m and change diaper let me not take this shot that is me (laughs) the other day I was I I was hanging out with a friend and I looked at the time and I knew that winter was gonna wake up in like a couple hours I just like went like this and got up all right good night everyone (laughs) I was like I had enough yeah you gotta be smart like even on my on my birthday I was like first time drinking after having a baby and all I could think about was I know that this guy said he's gonna take the night shift but I know you ain't gonna wake up. Yeah. Let me stop drinking right now. Exactly. And let me tell you, that little girl, she knew it was my birthday because that night I could have cried. <laughs> she would not go to sleep. She would not get out of my hand. I was like, right? Trying to tell me that you can't, I can't party anymore, basically. They don't care. <laughs> no. That will never end. When you want to have the most productive day, that's when they'll be waking up with you at the crack of dawn. Ask crack of dawn. <laughs> to myself no no not now anyway <laughs> she's like it's all about me so outside of styling um you are also like a walking billboard like i mean friends when we drop her instagram you guys are gonna be like oh okay cool this is a mother mm-hmm. <laughs> dress this fly so soon um so how do you think that motherhood has affected your your personal sense of style if at all mm-hmm. Is it affecting my personal sense of style? I don't think it had, well, it has in the sense that obviously like I have a total mom bod. So I'm always like trying to be cool, fun and fashionable, but like I also have to be really comfortable. I hate, I hate tight clothes. Like anything that's tight around my boobs, my belly and my arms, I'm like not wearing it. Uh-huh. Um, Cause it's just like, I have to be comfortable. So I just, I've been like wearing a lot of oversized t-shirts and like, I try to spruce up my outfits with my accessories because to me in my head, the outfit is like totally basic, you know, because uh-huh. it's boring. It's nothing really cute. Like it's not sexy or anything. It's just, I just try to make do with what I have based on how I feel in my skin right now. So uh-huh. um, I know everyone's like, you look so great. Like, I can't believe you just had a baby, all these things. I'm like, yeah, thank you so much. I love it. But like deep down inside, I'm like, oh my God, if you, I hate my stomach. I hate my arms. I hate my whole body. <laughs> like, <laughs> in your head, that's what you're thinking. Like you're, like, you're like, oh my God, thank you so much for your compliment. But do you know that I just broke down crying, getting dressed like before I got here? So like, mm-hmm. thank you so much. Like, and so when I find out when people compliment me, like I'm a little, I'm like a little awkward, which may come off as if I'm rude, but it's just like, wow, in my head, I'm like, wow, you think I look great? I just looked in the mirror and was like convincing myself why I should leave the house in this. So thank you for like that compliment because it means so much, like, you know? It's a struggle. Like, I don't think people really understand like what moms have to go through. Like, like, pregnancy and then having a baby and then dealing with your baby and all that comes with that. But then like the personal things that you have to deal with, like physically as a mom and mentally as a mom, it's like, they don't, 
tell you all of this stuff when they tell you to have a baby. They don't tell you this. It's like you got to figure it out on your own. So I'm just trying to stick to my cool mom um, vibes. So that's kind of how I feel when I leave the house. I'm like, you know, it's just you can't be popped down. If your baby's cute, you got to be cute too. That's how I see it. <laughs> exactly. So you're still rocking heels? Tell the truth. Are you actually still wearing heels? I have not put my foot into one pair of heels. <laughs> I... Like, I think I went to a wedding at when I was like, what, seven months pregnant? Um, and that was the last time I wore heels. <laughs> I, can't, I find high heels, like I can wear like a three inch heel, but anything above that, I find so uncomfortable. I've heard a lot of moms say that their feet so uncomfortable. Grew, or like their feet changed after having a baby and like certain My shoes they can never wear again. Yes. Like My feet grew a, like half a size. So none of my shoes fit me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, I'm scared. I, I'm scared to put a pair, pair of heels on. I'm like literally scared. My I did it once gone. and I thought I was going to die actually. Like I barely made it to the car. Mm. I had to like, where are my slippers? I'm actually going to die. Yeah. It no, was too hot. And like, I, I, and I, and the arch or the art, whatever. It's like, it's like steep. It's like, and then you think you're like, I wore, I used to wear these. I used to stand and the, run I used and to dance. This stuff. Like, no. That's one thing I'm scared of putting on a pair of heels. I have not tried, but I will yeah. let you guys know. Now that we had this conversation, I promise I'll let you guys know when I do put those heels on. For sure. Listen, and for too. how long? <laughs> Send us a picture. Well, it's probably going to be her christening, and it'll probably be like, long enough for some pictures. <laughs> that was me. I think that was the last time I wore heels, and I also took it off in church. And, and until it was time for me to walk to the front, then I put it back on. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's just I crazy. I don't know. Yeah. And I have so many that I really like, but I'm just like, I just don't know if I'll ever wear you again. Like, I just, I honestly don't know. It's what hard, man. Do? What are we yeah. going to do? The shoes are just in the closet collecting dust. And I'm like, I don't even, I don't even, I don't even look. I'm planning an outfit and I'm not even looking at the heels. I'm not planning the outfit for no heels. I'm like, so what sneaker can I wear? Right? <laughs> right? Sneaker game. Can I wear point now? <laughs> yeah. This can go. Yeah. Straight up. Don't invite me if I can't wear flats, okay? That's it. <laughs> if it's not a flat shoes affair, I want no parts. No. <laughs> That's a struggle, though. I mean, I think, like, adjusting to the mom bod is yeah. something you never think about until you it, everything is over and you look at yourself and you're like, who's this? Like, yeah. how am I going to dress this body? It's, I think it's just figuring out how to dress your new body. Mm -hmm. yeah. And sometimes it takes some time like i mean i winter's almost two and i'm still like struggling Ditto. because it's like i had a style and now i have to change the style mm -hmm. and i don't really know how to style this body mm -hmm. and it's Very frustrating true. so i get annoyed when i want to go out and i know what i want to look like but i was like girl that ain't going you're, you're not like it's like uh, i'm like i mentally i'm there yet but the body ain't there yet so mm -hmm. i can't wear that you know and i think mm -hmm. when you're the stylist there's that much more added pressure mm -hmm. whenever I go out because I feel like there's this expectation of me to look good, which I yeah. completely understand. Yeah. But in personal life, like if you really know me, it's like I'm a sweats and t-shirt type of gal. Yeah. Like, all day, every day, 24-7. So um, for me to dress up now going outside, I feel like people are really, really looking at me like we're waiting. Oh, I wonder what she's going to look like after she has her baby kind of thing. And for me, like the, like the two weeks or three weeks, like right after I had her, I was the smallest I was like, 
I was mm-hmm. stronger than I was pre-pregnancy. Yes. Like, yeah. During my pregnancy, I didn't gain that much weight. So after I had her, I was the smallest I've been in like a long time. Wow. And now that my appetite's coming back and like second month, third month, like now I'm getting my weight back and I'm like, ugh. Where yeah. was I miss that was here two weeks after you were here. Yeah. Two weeks after she was here, I was still having food adversity, so I wasn't really eating much. Like, mm. it was just, you know, now I'm back to, like, pasta galore. Yeah. <laughs> pasta, which I didn't really eat when I was pregnant because I had gestational diabetes, so I was on, like, a really crazy diet for the wow. three months um, of my pregnancy. Like, the first four months, I couldn't eat nothing. I missed all the food. Then the last three months, it was, like, I still couldn't eat anything because I was on this crazy diet. So Jeez. Um, once I was hungry again and ready to eat, it was like I was eating everything that like I missed those nine months, you know? So tack on the pounds. And now, <laughs> now I'm sitting here like, why would you do that? Like, uh, you know, no, listen, don't be. When you're eating those fries, you're not thinking it's going to go to your belly. You're just like, you're mm, not. They taste so good. <laughs> And you just, and at the end of the day, I just feel like you deserve it. I feel like, you know what? Like I was kind of the same where I didn't gain much weight during my pregnancy and I lost all the weight, like within 11 days after giving birth, yeah. and I gained more weight after, but mine was because of nursing because like nursing made me hungry. Like, yeah, oh yeah. my gosh, I was so hungry. Leon's like, I, and I'm an eater. Like everybody knows that if you know Leanne, you know, Leanne loves her belly. <laughs> I don't mess around with food. I eat nonstop. I get through the day thinking about what am I going to eat next? Next. <laughs> so, but Leon's like, I've never seen this before. I was like Kirby. Like, I'm not even joking. Like, I've had friends tell me they were snacking while like, oh my gosh. I used gosh. to snack crackers while I was nursing and I'm like, is that three? They're like, yes. And like, you get really hungry. And really really hungry. hungry. Yeah. So you always have a snack in water, but I always. You, I didn't get to experience that because she, Lake would not latch like mm. at all. And it was like, becoming so frustrating for her that she would just I would like position her to go to the booth and she would just start screaming like mm. she knew what we were like she knew what we were attempting to do and she just wasn't ready for it I don't want this it just starts she would just like, make herself stiff as a board and just scream wow wow and then for me I felt bad mm-hmm. so it just became one whole ordeal I'm so glad that you eventually, though, was just like, you know what? You kind of forfeited the whole, like, breast is best foolishness. And oh, just- yeah, because it was getting to me mentally. Yeah. So I had to, like, literally anything that challenges my, like, my peace of mind these days, like, I have to be really, really careful because I am, like, I've been through the whole depression and the mm-hmm. anxiety thing that I still deal with. So, like, anything that weighs too heavy on my mental, I have to put a pin in it. Yeah. So once the breastfeeding and the nursing and the pumping process started to mess with my mental, I was mm-hmm. like, you have to take a step back. If you're not good in your mind and your body for yourself, like there's no way you can be good for your baby. Exactly. So give her the formula and just be okay with that decision mm-hmm. instead of being so hard on myself because I would cry. Like, nurse it came time to pump and nurse and I would just be sitting there crying like I wish it would I wish it would work but it's just it wasn't working for me so it became too much for my man so I had to just take a step back and she's fine she's growing she's gaining weight she's like Like, there's nothing wrong with her um I have like some breast milk in the freezer still for like the first time she gets sick I'll give her that Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's 
a lot of stressful things they don't tell you about. I just keep saying this, but it's like you could, somebody needs to write a book about the stuff they don't tell you about pregnancy. Mm-hmm. This is this is why this podcast came about because exactly. <laughs> I mean, I experienced almost the same struggle where it, it affected my mental health and I was ill and I couldn't, I couldn't breast pump. Like I was pumping for a, like more than an hour and I only got two ounces yeah. and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I am not okay. And my anxiety was just through the roof. And I was like, okay, if I continue this way, I'm not going to be able to take care of my daughter. No, so. you have the outside people like, Oh, you have your already. You have the doctors. You have the nurses coming in. The lactation consultant, like yeah, all of it. Then you have then you know you come home and then you have friends and family. Oh, you're not breastfeed. Oh, how's breastfeeding? Always. Health system is like damn. Do I tell them that I'm struggling right now? Like is that disappointing? Yeah. Like you know, like what do I say? Oh, like you know, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I know, and I mean, we're Jamaican, so right. they always have a solution. Because I said I can't do it. Oh, put 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 leaf on your breast. Yeah, and leaf. Some kind of bush. Then will seize up. I said they will seize up. <laughs> yeah. Seize up. Then get hot and the milk will build up. I'm like some kind of bush tea for you. Yeah, I heard about the leaf, you put the. I think it's cabbage leaf or something. You yeah. Or something and it does something that dries up your. I think that was. To stop it, yeah, okay. Or something, or I don't Mm -hmm. know, all kinds of remedies and things. And I'm just like, you guys, like, thank you so much. But there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. If she don't want to latch onto the nipple, like there's no tea, powder, sprinkle. No cookies, nothing. No cookie, no (laughs) magic spell. No incense, nothing that's going to change (laughs) that. <laughs> it's true. Offer something. No tea. It's no. Like, oh, drink some tea. Like there's nothing that's gonna help this. I'm sorry. Absolutely. And you mean at, at the end of the day, like you're her mother. Exactly. And you know your child and you know yourself. And I don't understand why people don't see it this way. Like we're all different mm-hmm. human beings. Yeah. We all have different personalities and likes and characteristics. So like just leave us alone and let us do what works for our family. Right. Exactly. Not, 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 there's not one thing that works for everybody. Mm-hmm. And like, that was also something I noticed too, while being pregnant. Like there were so many unwarranted opinions. Like, oh, no, they came from a good place. Yeah. Wrong. I Unsolicited. Mean, they came from a good place of love and concern, but that's what happened to you. That's yes. how you handled that situation. That's what happened in your pregnancy. Like, yes. That's not what's happening in mine. Mm-hmm. So thanks for the advice, but, what you're telling me right now is frustrating me more than it's helping me. Thank yeah. Thank you, but no. <laughs> right. No? Like, don't give me advice unless I ask. Did yeah. I ask you? Did I tell you I need help? Exactly. Um, I'm not coming to you with a specific topic or question or, that, or concern like, oh, I just wanted to let you know that you should do this when the baby starts doing this. 
Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. Have a great day. You don't even know if the baby's going to do that when she comes out. <laughs> right? How can you be giving me advice about that? <laughs> that will never go away. Yeah, no. People That's are going to... in general. Yeah. That too. With or without yeah. a kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. People just have their opinions about your life, whether you mm-hmm. want it or not. Like, thank you, tips. Thanks. <laughs> Honestly. It's so All annoying. the tips. And you know what? Yeah, you're so right. Because people also had so many opinions, like after having a baby, like, oh, do you want to lose weight? Oh, wrap your belly and uh, soak yourself in this. I was like, yeah. did I, did I tell you? Uh, did I tell you I'm ready for that yet? Because that's a lot. That's a whole other like lifestyle that you have to take on. Yeah. It's you also know, rude to yeah. tell me that I need to lose weight. I just had a baby five minutes ago. Yeah. What? And even if I didn't have a baby, if this is my body type, then who are you? Like, why are you? Like, I don't understand. Like, I'm not laying next to you. You're not the one looking back at me in the mirror. So what's the issue? Like, (laughs) let me just enjoy my size and live the way that I want to live and whatever. Like, it's like so many unsolicited opinions. You know what? That is actually so true. It's so frustrating. What makes people think that the first thing that you're concerned about after you have a baby is like losing? Right. I think it's the media, to be honest with you. It's what we see, okay. right? Because that's the people, like, I mean, and again, choices are choices. People can do what they will. But I can't remember the, the celebrity who was booking a uh, consultation with a plastic surgeon. And she was, like, midway through her pregnancy. Like, not oh, even towards the Mal- that was Mal- Can we say, can I say names? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah, course. That was Malika. Yeah, that's it. Malika Hudson. And, and, and Amber Rose did that, too. Remember, a lot of people were getting it. Yes. And people were losing it, losing it. It's like, what kind of messaging are you sending? And again, you know, on this podcast, we're so big on like, do whatever you want to do, do what's best for you. Like if that is your choice and you know, for you, you're like, you just want to be proactive. You know that you're going to want things tucked and nipped and whatever, then fine. Um, And she wasn't saying that like, you know, Hey moms, like whatever, like that wasn't the, the, the objective, but I think you know, yeah, a lot of moms were offended by that because I think they're still like trying. I think there's a huge move to try and push self-acceptance and body positivity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it is worth a discussion about like what those kinds of messages um, say. Like, what's the what's the the intent behind it? But I mean, uh, I to each his own. Like, I look at both sides of things. Like, yeah. yeah, like so I can I can like for people like Amber, like somebody like Amber Rose, her body is her money maker. And, mm-hmm. like, with her first son, she got really, really, really big. She like, did. Yeah. Throughout her pregnancy and after. So, who knows? Maybe her recovery thereafter affected her money, affected yeah. her sex. So, now she's trying to be proactive to make sure that that doesn't happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's okay. But then, yeah. at the same time, it's like, you have a lot of your fans that, A, they don't have the means to just go get plastic surgery to fix their problems. That exactly. Moms that don't have it that easy to just lose weight or snap back after you know so it's like you got to be true to who you are you have to be true mm-hmm. to yourself, but then you also kind of have to remember your influence and what role you play to all these people right so it's like i get it and like i see both sides of it because if i had the coin like i i'd probably be like let me even consider it let me let me do it like you know girl i might do a little we, different talk we, ta- we, we talked about that yeah, in a previous episode i'm like i'm not opposed to it like if i feel like i need to then i will but yeah absolutely that's how i see it so it's like i see both sides of it i see how people can think that it's negative and i also can see like some people live their lives agree because at the end of the day like i understand some moms are getting upset but if you don't like that, don't let her be your influence. Like, don't look at those things. 
Like if I feel like I am uncomfortable in my body and I'm seeing a lot of this new category of snapbacks, maybe I shouldn't look at those things. Maybe I shouldn't intake those images if it's making me feel bad. I don't feel bad. Like, I mean, I enjoyed being pregnant. I was sick the whole time. So I lost a lot of weight and I liked how I looked, but then I gained a lot of weight after, but I'm not mad at it. Cause I like, my husband likes me thick. <laughs> I like being thick. I just need to lose my gut. Hmm. Uh, that's it. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's okay. No, I was like, listen, I'm going to make it work until, until it doesn't work. Until it doesn't work for me. If it doesn't work for you. <laughs> but, you know, I'm liking the thick booty. I'm liking my thick thighs. I'm a shorty. So now I feel like I look like a woman. So I'm inviting this. If you feel used to think I was 12 when I was pregnant, people were looking at me like I was a um, 16 and pregnant. Child brush. <laughs> no, it's true. I listen to me. I was like 90 pounds up until I was like freaking 26 years old. So for me, this these new womanly curves, I'm like, okay, baby body. Hello, mamba. Love the mix. I like my little bum still. I have, Thanks. I have more bum now than I did before, so I'll embrace that. Yeah. That's you it. You got to. You got to embrace it. And I mean, if, if people are upset about what celebrities are doing, like maybe they shouldn't be watching them. And I, feel, I agree. I feel like, oh my gosh, there's so many things that people could be like, oh, this bad and this is, there's so many ways to view things. It's like, you have those people that are like, social media is this big influence. Why do people like, oh, because of social media, the world is this way, this way, this way, that like, yes, it does play a really mm-hmm. big it does. factor and it is very influential. But at the end of the day, like you really have a mind of your own. Exactly. That's true. You're right. Very well what you want to view. Who you follow. Yeah. I see girls, I see moms. Like there's, I feel like around the time that I was pregnant, there was so many people pregnant in the whole world. Like (laughs) even some of my favorite, like people on stuff. So they're like, Oh, 14 days. And they're posing easy. And they're like snap back in the belly splat. I just, I'm like, unfollow. You lucky shit. (laughs) Or mute. Yeah. I just, Uh, like next story next slide next slide like i don't need to do that like i'm proud of you and i'm happy for you but i'm not there yet yeah and like i don't i don't like it's it's very easy to get caught up in those things and then let those like affect you negatively but you can't like everybody's different i think that's important to just remember like everybody's different yeah it's a personal journey are the same you know and it's genetics and it's just your body type. Like, yeah. Different factors. Like, it's important not to be too hard on yourself, mm-hmm. but it's also easier said than done because I'm experiencing that right now. Girl, I same. I don't have to give myself time, but I'm just like, I wish I could just wake up and be like, I'm flat, flat. I'm <laughs> flat, flat. That's what we want. Yeah. <laughs> it's the little things, though. Yeah, you have to. You do those little things. And you, you got to surround yourself with people that pour into you because, I mean, shout out to my friend Shen who yesterday was giving me compliments, <laughs> She was laying it all thick. Yeah, if your friends don't gas you up, get new friends. That's what I'm saying. Get new friends. Get you friends that are like, yo, you are killing it right now. Like, you look yeah. amazing. Like, don't get you the friends that are just like, oh, yeah, you know, you look okay. Nah, get you the friends that blow up your head so you're like, I can't even move. This head is heavy. It's yeah. heavy. Let me lie down. You feeling yourself. It has you feeling yourself in it. Like, you know what, now? Right? My friend said I look good, so guess what? I look good. Like, <laughs> she said I look good, so that means we look good. Like, yeah. you need that. You yeah. definitely need that. I love it. You have a good support system. 
for sure. It, it definitely is. And I think that like, it, you know, it, from family to friends to your spouse, but I think it really does. It really helps when people, you know, that you care about and I care about you say great things about you, particularly about the things that you might be insecure about, like my tummy. So I wanted your thoughts on that as a stylist and as a new mom, what are you, what are you, what are, what are your thoughts on, you know, mothers being sexy, Sierra, Kim K, Cardi B, all these other big celebrities, big names are like showing their sexy and their moms are the two mutually exclusive. Can they coexist? They can definitely coexist. Like right now there's nothing in my closet that I have or I looked at where I'm like, Oh, I can't wear that. Cause I'm a mom. Mm. I'll look at like, oh, I can't wear that because my boobs are a size bigger. Yes. Or, like something like that, but not because I'm a mom. Mm-hmm. I think that it's just all about being appropriate. Like you're not going to wear a sexy shirt to Chuck E. Cheese. You know what I'm saying? With your kid on a play date. You're not going to yeah. do that, right? But you can 100% be sexy and be a mom. You being sexy is probably what made you have the baby in the first place. Mm. So why would you like, like dumb that down? Like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, and again, like if you're going out at night or you're going on a date night, you're putting on a sex, you're, just, you're not going to be out with your kid. You're out with your man or you're out yes. with your dad, You know what I'm saying? It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. I would just say like, it just gets to that point where it's like, what are you wearing when you're with your kid and where mm-hmm. are you going with your kid? Yeah. That's where the, where the line of the gray area comes in, where it's like, mm-hmm. what's appropriate. But then like I was saying from the beginning, it's like everybody's body, bless you, is so sexy. Thank you. So it's like even a leg, even leggings and a t-shirt can come off being overly sexy. True. Because mm-hmm. a girl's butt is bigger than another girl's butt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not that they're dressed overly sexy. It yeah. just looks more sexified because her body parts are bigger. Mm-hmm. So it's like, y- y- can you can you win? It's like it's like yeah. a situation, right? Because like, yeah, you, a mom could put on a, a pair of leggings and like a workout top and say they're going to take their kid to the walk to the park and... Some moms at the park might be looking at them. I'm like turning up their head. Like, why would you come to the park so sexy? Mm-hmm. Not, but there could be another mom literally wearing that same thing. It just doesn't look like that. Exactly. Because there's nothing wrong with wearing tights and a workout top to the mm-hmm. park. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But, you know, it looks sexy and accentuated on bigger, like bodies that are just more sexy, right? Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. That balance. But I don't think that you can't be sexy and be a mom. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think that's fair. You're old. You're a mom. Like I say that all the time. Like I'm old, but I'm not cold. Like, <laughs> and listen to me. L- let me like tell you something I- about Gigi. Oh Lord, <laughs> she got a life. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something about Gigi that just turned fifty-seven in this mess. Like, you know what I mean? My mom, like, mom, listen. Becoming a grandma ain't stop no show. Turning fifty ain't stop no show. And I think that that's where I have always taken like you know my approach and my my where my, my, my perspective as far as like being sexy and like you know still like loving your body and like you know wearing what you want to wear. It was legitimately taking it from my mom's book. Like my mom, of course, parent teacher interviews, play dates, what a birthday party is like. Yeah, she's not wearing cut out, cut out, cut out, and like all the. But she's not wearing that. But you had better, better ass that when my mom is going out with her friends, like she's turning heads. Like yeah. definitely is. And she's always been that way. And I remember even a young girl, like looking at my mom in the mirror and she's like doing, I'm putting on her little fake mole. And she, <laughs> I remember all of those little <laughs> things. And like, you know, just like, give, and I remember my mom always, cause we had a walk, a, a walk, sorry, not a walk in. And we had a full length mirror just at the door. And she would always do that like one last little look. And I just remember it. I remember it like, and I loved it. I loved seeing her like that. So I think for me, it's so important for Yara to see me still loving myself, still being myself and feeling like point. myself. 
And of course, our styles will change as we grow older and we go through different experiences and what have you. But I don't think your style should be predicated on the fact that, like, you are a mother now. Like, no. that, to me, is so damning. Like, I don't like that at all. I hate that. And I hate when I hear people say that, like, because Cardi B's a mom, because she's not supposed to be, like, like kill that. Kill that nonsense. Like, I, I legitimately despise it. Like, I don't like to hear that these women cannot dress sexy. They cannot pose, like, the way that they want to pose in magazines because they're mothers. No. No, that's ridiculous. I mean, I'm probably way sexier now because I have a nice, voluptuous body. <laughs> right? I mean, I need to wear something to cover it up. <laughs> and I show this up. Even, yeah, it's true because I show my mom a dress. I'm like, oh, I want to wear this um, for Blake's christening. And it was a nice dress. It was like, um, had like a race. It was like a racer back, like back. So it covered the boob area. Like, you know, mm-hmm. she said, it too short. I said, my legs why is it short like you know like why is it is it short because it's a christening or is it short because i'm mom and you don't want me wearing sexy clothes what is it too short for so we'll see what happens yeah and also people have different ideas of what's sexy or not too that part that too yeah i'm gonna just i'm gonna show out sorry (laughs) you and your kid can go over there yeah okay can i ask you like a question about uh like uh just like appropriate clothing, dressing your kids appropriately. I've observed parents dressing their kids literally like mini adults. Oh, that. And <laughs> that makes me uncomfortable. Like, very uncomfortable. Like, I- I'm, like I- I'm like, this is a little forced ripe, no? It's like a bit much. Like, the kids with the like, the like, the little crop tops and crop short shorts. Crop tops and short shorts and like, the little person, like the purses are cute, but it's like you literally look like a miniature version of your mom. Yeah, like, yeah. At babies in bodycon, like I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, and you know, it's like you don't want to offend anybody because it's your kid. You could do what you want, but it's like you don't think this is a little bit much. For can we have a combo about this? So, trying to find me stop dressing your sons like uh, the men who left you, which was so awful. Oh lord! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Okay, that. See, the, the the caption for that meme is rude. That is very rude. However, very rude. Look at the picture. You're like, yeah. Like, why does your son have three G- Jesus pieces? He can't even three gold chains on. Well, like, he's too, he can't even barely walk. Three gold chains on, like a fancy croc crocodile shoes like the most mature haircut like what's happening here that's I, like, too mature it's a little di- too mature i think i think when i look at like that picture that you sent to me i think the outfit is a bit mature but i feel like the pose is what's more problematic to me you know yeah. what I mean? because i it's feel like the attitude that comes with it exactly it's like and i think how much of that is natural for the little girl to pose and to be sassy and how much of that is encouraged my biggest issue really is um not letting them be a child. There we go. Yeah. That's like, they're already losing their innocence because we're in the age of the internet and exactly. television and they don't get to be children. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. overexposed by so, from so many things. So to actually as parents make them grow up and feed into that and groom them into being more mature than they should be. Because they're, they, they can act mature and be sassy, but they're still children. They exactly, can't ration. Exactly. They can't reason. Exactly. They don't really, truly know. I, like, 
when I was a kid, I was singing inappropriate songs. I didn't really know what I was singing. You know what I mean? I'm 30, okay? And the other day I found myself singing a song and I said, I cannot believe I was singing this song as a child. Yeah. I didn't know what they were talking about. Right, exactly. right. I loved me some Joe, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I sing Joe and I'm like, these are big people lyrics. I was singing at pet. Yeah. Absolutely. About. We don't. They don't know. And the same thing with Yara dancing. Leon's like, oh, like, cause everyone's like, oh, like, you know, she's like, we're cheering her on or whatever. He's like, I don't know. He's like, I don't know if I like that. He's like, I'm like, what you don't like? He's like, I don't know. I just don't like it when like people like you know get like excited when Yara's dancing because like you know she's moving her body and whatever. I'm like, because she's moving her body. I'm like, Leon, you have to be like Yara putting her hands on her knees or bending down or whatever. She's just moving her body. She doesn't know that she's doing anything provocative and she's not doing anything provocative unless we tell her she's doing something provocative. It's Mm -hmm. us as adults that are applying those, that messaging, that kind of mindset. We need to allow her to be a child and to have fun. Mm -hmm. And I'm particularly like adamant about that because I feel like, especially with black girls, we do that. We like, you know what I mean? And I don't think it happens. I I mean, other, other races can speak for themselves, but I feel like, with young little white girls and sometimes with little Asian girls. And like, I wonder if the same kinds of conversations are had, but as black people, it's like the minute our daughter does anything that like, you know, we quote unquote think is inappropriate. We're up in arms and we have to really unpack that. Is Yara moving her waist inappropriate or is Yara moving her waist because she's a baby and likes to move around. Right. And I think those are conversations. I think those are things that are kind of like embedded in us. Well, I'll speak for, for myself. Like, growing up as a kid yes um just like like you know like i said like the the use of the term like being forced right yes like things like that like you know as a kid and i'm like it's it's true we do have to unpack that and it's gonna be hard for us because that's all we know like that's all Mm -hmm. i know right so it's like about really like noticing that and then being like actively trying to work through that Mm -hmm. absolutely I don't know. I feel like there's no right or wrong way to parent. It's like whatever, literally, uh, whatever works for you, whatever works for your family, whatever right. works for your child, I think is the best thing to do. But it's important to let kids be kids because okay. I remember saying to my mom, like being saying to my mom, oh, I'm bored. And it was like, oh, go read a book or oh, go play outside or go do this. And it's like, now kids are like, oh, I'm bored. And it's like, okay, here's the iPad, go on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And yes, there's parental controls and all these things, but like, to be honest, I probably know like two or three moms that actually use those parental guides, like that yeah. actually go on there and like program them so their kids are restricted on what they can watch when they when on the iPad by themselves. Those options are there, but how many people actually use them? Mm-hmm. So you send your kid with their iPad to their room and it's like, yeah, you pop your head in and you check on them, but it's like, what are they really taking in? Do what are they know? viewing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I um obviously my daughter's not on the ipad stage yet um and i think probably your girls are probably like the two, two yeah they're 20 mine's 20 months mine's yeah, 22 months. around that age right it's like they're not obviously they can't type in what they're searching for but when you get to their older ages now it's like you have to really be careful what your your kids are watching because you could teach them one thing but then they could literally go on youtube and learn something completely opposite of what 100%. you percent it's true. Honestly, like even now they're at the age, like winter can scroll through YouTube, YouTube kids. Cause yeah. you, if you swipe up, you could just swipe through videos. Yeah. I have already put parental controls on it. Likewise. And, and 
put like age, like I put an age limit. So it can only show anything from two and under. Yeah. Um, because I've also seen kids on iPads where they put in like Mickey Mouse or the Lion King and something pops up that's very inappropriate. hundred yeah. yeah. percent. And I'm worried about like it happens I, to me as an adult when I type like I might go on a new website I'm not familiar with, have one letter wrong and boom, I get bare ads of like stuff and I'm like, Ooh. Yeah. And I'm like at a library or at Starbucks or something. And I'm like, oh, no, no. <laughs> literally an accident. So imagine the people that target. Yeah. Yeah. Or put one letter wrong or start one mm-hmm. thing. Wrong, wrong things popping up. And it's like, whoa. Yeah. You have no control over that. And even the things that are age appropriate, like I've had to like restrict like Baba Black Sheep and like other things. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Like, so Baba Black Sheep is about cotton picking. Oh, (laughs) Baba Black Sheep, have you any wool? Yes, yes, sir. Three bags full. One for the master. Master. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it on your face. You were like, what? And I was like, what's wrong? Right. Baba Black Sheep's playing right now in my daughter's yeah, room. I'm <laughs> oh, I know. You really have to be, <laughs> being a parent is hard, man. Cause you really hard. have to be like mindful of everything in regards to your child and what they, like what they're consuming. Yeah. yeah it's a lot. <laughs> I should have brought a bed to this Zoom meeting. <laughs> for this podcast i'm learning a lot and there's, there's stuff i gotta write down <laughs> i'm gonna replay this <laughs> i'm gonna have to replay this yeah i'm gonna listen to it with my notepad like what and go back to all the past ones like what did i miss <laughs> yeah, like i some of these things i didn't even think about i mean we're also learning along the way that's why like that's why this content because we are surprised every day every day and I'm just shocked. Like, I think that no matter what stage the kids, the girls are at, I'm just like, wow, like, what the F? All I really considered when I had a child was being pregnant and having fun. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a blast. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> uh, my idea of fun now is my, my last night I had so much fun. I showered, washed my face. I had a nice strawberry beer and I watched selling sunset without a yes i watched that last night too that was a i had so much fun and i fell asleep in front of my tv it was great (laughs) calling my mom like hey should i come get her like i didn't even end up going anywhere like i'm at home i'm bored my mom's like we're sleeping bye oh oh god your mom's (laughs) the best yeah (laughs) i was really about to go back for the poor kid because i was sitting here like twiddling my thumbs like i didn't know what to do with myself like enjoy that alone time man girl you better enjoy that listen i was the same way yesterday put yard to bed had a glass of wine i mean i was watching canada's drag race so i was not watching um i've never watched the i've never watched canada though i started watching yesterday it's so good because it's like it's rupaul's drag race but like locally so it's like all the nuances are like specific to us so like the craziest queen is from kitchener which is like hilarious (laughs) the toronto queens obviously have the most attitude and like are so competitive. The Montreal Queens are also like, you know, super stuck up and think they're from France. Like it's okay, so to, good. <laughs> That's so typical. I love it. I'm gonna have to watch that. I'm gonna have it's to like watch what you'd expect. Like the two, there's and like two you, black like, queens. Toronto slang? Yeah. The no. two black queens, like one of them, like I guess the most renowned is like Tayomi Banks. 
and he's like a black queen and he's from Toronto and he's just like, yo, I don't play. Like, I don't play. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> it's so good. Um, so for our last question is for those without styling skills, what would some of, what are some of the easy go-to things that you can throw on and look cute? Five for summer and stuff, five for winter. As a, okay, so Perfect. So we'll start again. So white tee, denim shorts, um, a nice light wrap dress, a denim jacket for those cool nights. Um, and then hmm, what's one other thing that I always wear? I still wear sweats in the winter. I'll wear like a pair of sweatpants and like a crop tank top or like uh, like off the shoulder kind of shirt or something because I like sweats and it's always a part of them. Whether they're going out or casual, sweats are always a part of my wardrobe. I dress them up or dress them down. So mm-hmm. I for summer. For winter or winter, fall slash winter, you need a leather jacket for sure. Mm-hmm. You need a little black dress. Always. Um, and I would say like, uh, for fall winter, like a, a nice turtleneck or long sleeve black like rib dress, mm-hmm. timeless. You could wear the you could wear it on a night out or you could wear it during the day. Very mm-hmm. cute. A nice trench coat, like a brown caramel color. Mm-hmm. Um, boyfriend jeans. You need a good pair of boyfriend jeans, distressed or not distressed, whatever your little heart desires. Oh, and all your the jeans that I mentioned, high waisted. For the mom specifically, hello. Wasted <laughs> jeans are your friend. Okay? My favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, I say boyfriend jeans because they're a bit baggy. They're less tight. Mm-hmm. I don't like jeans, so I don't really like jeans that are overly tight. Mm-hmm. But that's why I keep saying boyfriend jeans or, or girlfriend jeans, or they have mom jeans too, which are really mm-hmm. nice. Mom jeans don't fit me because I find that they have, uh, they don't have a lot of stretch. They're stiff. Mm-hmm. They're very stiff. So I, I feel like boyfriend jeans are better for me. Mm-hmm. So what do we have? We have little black dress. We have leather jacket, trench coat, uh, boyfriend jeans. And then I'm going to say a shoe, a black booty. Mm-hmm. Like an ankle boot with a thick heel. Because mm-hmm. like I said, you could dress those up and you could dress those down. And I think that for like, if you're a fashionable mom, you, you still want to be cute. You don't want to be frumpy. You don't want to be like boring. So with all these things, you can always dress them up with your accessories, with your shoes, with your bags. Like you could literally throw on your denim shirt your denim shorts and a white tee and like your jeans jacket and put like a really cute purse, do a bright mm-hmm. lip and you have like a cool summer outfit. But you're yeah. So those are some things that I like go to. Well, that's going to be my winter wardrobe. Like that's how I'm shopping right now. Mm-hmm. But for my summer, like that's literally, oh, and biker shorts. Mm-hmm. I love biker shorts. That's what I've been wearing all summer. Biker shorts and oversized graphic tees. Sexy. I, my favorite go-to. That's literally like whether I'm wearing sneakers or sandals, that's my uniform this summer. I love how it still somehow translates as sexy, though. That's I was like, I'm loving the biker shorts. The biker shorts. Pull up my exactly. booty. Keep my booty tight. Um, yeah, you look good in the biker shorts, especially if you get a good quality pair of biker shorts. Mm-hmm. And I got a pair from Fashion Nova the other day, and I was like, these are really, really good. TNA and Fashion Nova are like, are like the two pairs that I have that are really, really nice. But And you can wear them out, too, because if you have like a blouse, not t-shirt, mm-hmm blouse yeah biker shorts on and throw on a pair of heels <laughs> and i say that because it sounds, it sounds good <laughs> <laughs> if you can handle it <laughs> you put the heels on and it's a whole different story honey so sounds these good. are gems these are go-to ladies mamas write it down 
because they're they're a go-to list i love all those pieces they work you can buy them oversized or however mm-hmm. it works for you but they they're actually key i have majority of those things in my closet from since i had a baby and i dress yeah. them up dress them down and they're hella comfortable and if you buy the if you buy the piece if you buy good quality pieces mm-hmm. they could last you for years if you buy yeah. like one good leather jacket if you if you like really invest in one good leather jacket that could last mm-hmm. you Invest yeah. in one good trench. Yes. Yeah. You won't ever have to buy it again. And like these are things that are like designed to also be timeless pieces. So even when fashion changes, the leather jacket's never gonna go out of style. The trench coat's never gonna go out of style. It's true. Timeless pieces. So mm-hmm. I would also suggest like invest in like investing, you know, mm-hmm. to change to get the good product so that you don't ever have to buy it again. Get your money. Right. Right. You're so right. Mm-hmm. I've had my leather jacket for, I want to say, it sounds ridiculous to say it, but I think since I was in university, which is crazy, yeah. and I've already been like, what? So I, I think it's been like 11 years. Yeah. I know. Like 10 who, years, yeah. Who's had a, a Danny leather jacket? For Same. Now. Yeah. Uh, definitely a wise purchase for sure. All I'm going to ask is that you send, you text me what you sent. I'm going to put it on like a little thing and post it to our actual page because that's okay. like, something that I feel like people are going to want. So like, you know, your tips and suggestions, because it's hard. I think that sometimes we're looking to be cute, but like also to be functional, but you're so right. Like grab that white t-shirt, grab that black leather jacket, throw on those high-waisted jeans and a cute red like, slip on. And yeah, like, especially for like the fall, like my, my go-to looks are always like a boyfriend jeans, a nice t-shirt, a jet, a denim jacket or a leather jacket and sneakers, heels or a booty. Like, yeah. Along with that. Like, especially fall, winter, like, Booties are like the best thing. Super comfortable and super easy. Yeah. You can dress them up and down. That's what I love about it. I like things that are versatile. Mm-hmm. If I'm spending my money on something, I have to be able to get a good amount of wares out of it. Yeah. Or else it's pointless to me. Sometimes we think it has to cost a thousand dollars, but it don't have to be that expensive. It can be cheaper for sure. No, it doesn't. So Shireen, this has been amazing. It's it was it exceeded my expectation. I I knew yeah. it would be phenomenal. But I mean, it was so much better. You are so awesome. And so you. Please tell everybody where they can follow you, find you, and harass you for more um, insight. Yes. So um, you could follow me on Instagram. My personal page is three underscores and then rainy with two eyes. So R-A-I-I-N-E-Y. And then my, pers- uh, my business page, my styling page, my fashion page is at by SLR. And you guys can slide it to my DMs or whatever. And I'm thinking about starting a YouTube channel about my journey into motherhood. So we'll see. Ooh. I do have one video ready to drop. So just waiting for the right moment. But that's in the works amongst all the other things I'm doing. So Hopefully, I have something for you guys to share sooner than rather than later. But that's that's kind of it right now, you know. Just slide on into those DMs. I'm, I'm really nice. I don't know. People think that I'm not nice, but I'm actually super nice. I'm a little socially awkward, but I'm like, I'm fine. Chanel can relate to that. Chanel's like, so that's like her life where people are like, oh, I don't think she likes people, me. Yeah, people think I'm such a B word. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I have like a permanent, I guess the people say I have a screw face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm from Toronto, so <laughs> what do you expect? But I'm actually super nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm really nice. I don't bite. Like, I love helping people. Well, friends, this has been a slice. Thanks, ladies, for having me on. I love it. Thank you. It's an awesome thing going here. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, I'm so happy. I'm so glad. I love it. I love it when uh, we have guests and they come on and they say that they love what we're doing. It's not like, you know, I just, I don't, I, li I like that they can appreciate not only just being a part of it, but saying that like, yeah, this is necessary. We need this. Oh yeah, this conversation needed to happen. I learned a lot. Especially as young moms, like yes, to have these conversations. Yes, questions and like so many things that we go through behind the doors, behind closed doors. Like sometimes we feel like there's nobody that can relate to us. Like you know, like motherhood can be lonely sometimes. Yes, having these open conversations and safe spaces is like really, 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 really important. And um I feel so good. Like I, I feel like I'm gonna have a good day now. It's a great way for me to start my day. Thank you guys. Oh, girl, she know how to stroke the eagle, man. Everything else, like I can't miss this. I'm so excited. Me yeah. too. This was really good combo. Like, I never. We always want to talk about this. So talk about something else. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll have you on again. We have return guests. We get friends that come on, come on again. So we'll get you on definitely. Uh, maybe to talk about you know love and all that other good stuff because. I oh yeah, I love talking about that. <laughs> So do we. I We're so it. nosy. <laughs> because after you have a baby, relationships, like, oh my God, things just like transform. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, we definitely break that down. We talk that yeah. shit. We'll be on here talking for hours. You guys yeah. This is a series, guys. It's a four-part series. Yeah. <laughs> 18 hours long. A whole season on that alone. I know. Oh man. That would be cool. That would be cool. But friends, we want to continue to remind you to nominate Bomb Moms, slide into our DMs to do so, or uh, head to our website, whilethenap.ca, and you can hit the contact us option, and that will allow you to send a message where you can nominate a, a Bomb Mom that way. Um, while we're at it, please follow us on Facebook, While They Nap, and Instagram, WTN Podcast um and yeah just like holler at us talk to us share reshare repost post and post um but let's keep the conversation going because we love connecting with you guys and it's so awesome when we get to do that please also make sure that you are rating us on apple Podcasts. it's the only place that you can rate us super duper easy uh you can just leave us like a, a like a five star rating yes a five star rating or you can <laughs> Plus a five-star rating and a review. So you can say something cool about like what you, maybe a favorite episode or, you know, something that you appreciate about the content or about Shen and I. Um, and that's great because the more ratings, the more reviews we get, the more um, likely it is to show up on people's suggestions. And then we get to grow our community of bomb-ass moms. I love it. I love it. All right, friends. You know what time it is. Nap time is over. And we will see you guys in our next episode. Bye, friends. Bye. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.